Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Clean up your acts and examine the facts, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and Jim's here. Hello. Luke's here. All right. Pete's not here. No. Mm, so not. Luke's going to have to deliver this message. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Good start. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you and your ideas. Squarespace features an elegant interface, beautiful templates, and incredible 24-7 customer support. Try Squarespace at squarespace.com and enter offer code RAMBLE at the checkout to get 10% off. Squarespace, build it beautiful. Hey, I'm a beautiful template. Yeah. How was that as a peak replacement? That's not Good. bad. It Good. makes me feel that Square is probably my new shape of... Like, favourite shape Good. of space, if anything. You're Excellent. damn right. So what you're trying to say is there, I've brought that to life, haven't I? Yeah, I don't think okay. Pete. Take note, Pete. Yeah, uh, Pete's in China. Yeah, he's. I'm telling you, he's famous in the far east. <laughs> <laughs> he's not, he's is he in transit on. as we speak, or is he actually in China right now? Uh, he won't even know. Okay. Uh, has he gone to see Sven? Has he gone to be with Sven? You certainly hope so. Ah, well, Pete <laughs> certainly hope so. Yeah. Uh, have, yeah. You sent, have you sent Pete as an envoy to get the old band back together? <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't shoot the Pete Donaldson. No. Is what I'll be saying to Sven on the phone later. Yeah. <laughs> um, shall we begin with an yeah. opening question? Why the bloody nor or not? Wayne Rooney was on the end of a Phil Bardsley punch recently. Let's enjoy that. Yeah. That, not because particularly I dislike Wayne Rooney for any reason, but he is the captain of England. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, do we know when this happened? It, it was, was, is it a video that's come clear, out? isn't it? Yeah. It, yeah. But I mean, he's been knocked it's spark out in his own kitchen. like Sparko as well. One of my favourite things Are you about sure? It, 
He looks just I'm looks not, completely knocked out. I'm not, I think he's messing around. Even if he is, there's what? no doubt that Phil Barkley has properly connected there. Yeah. I, what I love about this is Wayne Rooney's reaction afterwards has been like, well, you know, this is just something that happened in a private house and it's all got out of proportion. As if that isn't a really weird thing to be doing. Yeah. Like yeah. The show started in your kitchen, Luke. I don't yeah. remember any of us punching each other. Well, it's not a normal thing. No. no I... I, I I think he might have just fallen back messing around, to be perfectly there, honest with there you. Are many, Nobody many... goes over to help him. No. Well, no, it cuts off very quickly. But I think people were a bit like, whoa, that's got out of hand. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, yeah, I... I, think, I think there are plenty of people around who have a few beers, go back to someone's house for a few more beers, all of a sudden the boxing gloves Phil come Barsley out. Phil Barsley turns up. They're athletes, aren't they? They're, Rooney's a big fan of boxing. He is. I think, I think he comes from a... I think he might come from a boxing background, or, or right, certainly right. parts of his family do. And so the boxing gloves come out. I mean, Barsley's technique on that shot. Yeah. I mean, if, if Wayne Rooney if Wayne Rooney is putting that on and that's a fake, that is the most convincing I've seen because he absolutely catches him on yeah. the chin and, and he, he goes, goes right below a table as well. Where he <laughs> could have been really if he dangerous. Was faking that, he took a real risk at actually yeah. braining himself. I think it's real, and okay. I, th- I think it's really, really worrying if it happened while he's captain of England. Yeah, but Louis van Gaal as well after the game was similar sort of line to Rooney was saying. I think it's ridiculous that we're even talking about this. It's like, why don't any of you think this is weird? <laughs> yeah. Is this yeah, normal in your house? But they're down. Yes. Come around and punch you. Yeah. Da- well, uh, yeah, but they're obviously going to downplay it, though, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Because if they come out and say this statement and all that kind of stuff, it, it's it's made to be more of what it is. Mm. But but someone also said uh, yesterday or or this morning, or whatever. Um, yeah, well, Wayne's at that level of his career where he's just going to have to start sort of vetting who he allows in his house. Like, that's Bill Barsley. Yes, he's it's Bill Barsley. Yeah. yeah. No, but yeah. I think they're talking about those who, someone who who, who ever films it, it. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is but poor that, from that, them. That excuses any sort of responsibility from Rudy. Mm. You know, that that opinion. He's got gloves on as well. They're clearly they've clearly agreed to do this. But you're right, whoever has leaked that, it's a real it's really treacherous. It's a betrayal of trust for sure. It's a it's a real shame. Um, but I think it's a shame that this has happened just after comic relief because we could have had Clarkson versus Rooney. That's a very unfair fight. I mean Rooney's Rooney's winning that. Exactly, and I think that's Oh well yeah, okay, yeah. Well mind you as Luke says on the back of that. Rooney's got a glass chin by the way. I don't know about that. Well, with that in mind. Mind. Who from the footballing arena do you think would give a good knockout blow, Jim? Um, I would go with with Joe Jordan. Yes, yeah, that's a good choice. Joe Jordan. Yes. He's quite old, but he's got you know what's known as old man strength. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We talked about this before. Yeah, right? we we have, have, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of people in football that could kick your ass. I mean, none of us are particularly um, you know athletic fighters. Mm. I would imagine. Ah, uh, speak for yourself. Yeah, I will speak for myself <laughs> you, and both of you. You, you can speak for me when yeah. you say that. To me. <laughs> but I, I think Joe Jordan. Would would knock you out? Yeah, not, for not sure, just yeah. hurt you. Actually, yeah. spark you out. Yeah, no, I, can, I completely I mean, agree. That when he and Gattuso nearly came to blows, that was that was incredible. I think we all wanted to see more of that. <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely fantastic. I, I, I did. I was. I wouldn't say I went into mourning, but I was very upset when that got broken up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe Jordan is definitely a shout. Yeah, um, Harry Redknapp's enforcer. Yeah. Once upon a time. Mm, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Luke? I, 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 one, this question made me realise there are a lot of candidates for this. Oh, yeah. Because uh, there are all, obviously a lot of athletes in the game by, by definition. Uh, eventually, I settled on something you'll be happy with, Marcus. Yep. Uh, shelves. 
Big John Joe Shelby. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. I think he'd. I, I think that. he'd. I think he'd be. A, he'd have a good, good pack of good punch. I think he certainly hammers the ball home. Yeah, but you got a look of someone who can who could chuck a punch out. Big John. I think, I think he's from Harold Hill, which right. is near where I grew up. That is, um, what's that? And that is a punchy place. Is it? So yeah. is it? Well, is that in Essex? Yeah. yeah. So he's got previous then. Okay. Yeah, he came through at Charlton, though, didn't he? Yeah. So that's yeah. down that way, isn't it? Yeah. Well, no. So, well, so, yeah. So what? Well, it's getting on for that way. Yeah. If you get on a train. Yeah. It does. It does. It's nearer there than than West Ham or Fulham. Or Chelsea, or no, West Ham is way nearer. Is it? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Doesn't matter. No, no. any player, it doesn't matter. But but um, shelves, I think could 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 chuck a punch. I think. I don't know why I settled on him. I don't know if he's necessarily traditionally someone you think would be that tough. But well, I think that's part of his strength. Yeah, maybe. He's still very young as Shelby. He's, he's got a lot of anger in him as well, which I think is yeah. part of it. Well, <laughs> lest we forget the time which you mentioned the other week when he had a go at Sir Alex Ferguson. Yeah. That's your fucking fault, Ray. <laughs> That's your fault. And he was, what, about 20 years old yeah. when he did that or something? Yeah, yeah. Which is brilliant. Yeah, it's fantastic. It really is great, great. especially for such a young lad as well, mm. completely fearless. Who are you going for? Uh, I thought of taking this uh, from a different um, angle, thinking it would be a real knockout blow if you were a, a, a budding Scottish international and to be dropped from, say, a World Cup squad by Craig Brown. Yeah. Because he's obviously such a nice man. You, you know, if, if you got dropped by Fabio Capello, you say if you're an England player or something, you could be angry with Capello. You could be really pissed off. But it would be such an emotional blow for such a nice guy to say something like that. Mm. And I thought, yeah. But then I thought, actually, Nigel Pearson. <laughs> yeah, easy. Standard. <laughs> if, if you're a journalist... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. He'll... Uh, He'll deliver a knockout so, blow so or two. So I haven't actually seen this, which is remiss of me. I know I need to watch it this week. Well, this was uh, last week in the press, wasn't it, when he was given a press conference. And he had the aura of a man who just didn't give a damn mm. and was just just looking at them all going, go on, ask me a question. Because you'll you'll get it. He's, a, I mean, Pearson is approaching. I mean, his t- team already are, but he's approaching rock bottom himself. Mm, and yeah. I think when you're a cornered Nigel Pearson, you can be very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> he's already yeah. had thingy by the throat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, MacArthur. but he, yeah. you're right. If you're cornered, but I think Pearson's the type of guy to walk into a corner, turn around, and go, "Come on over, then." Yeah. Go, no, Nigel, you're in a corner. He'll then look as though get over it. Get over it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I would go for for Nigel Pearson. But I think Jim's got the points. Well done, Jim. How, I can't even remember who you went for. Joe Jordan. Joe Jordan, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the very idea of it has made you go unconscious. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've already sort of suppressed it in my own mind. Yeah. And I will bring it up again in 20 years' time crying. <laughs> That's how hard Joe Jordan is. Uh, Chelsea in the Premier League, they're still top. They drew one all at home with Southampton. Good game, I, that. I enjoyed it. Yeah, good game. It's a shame there was no more goals in the second half. Yeah. That... But uh, the ball's getting fizzed around quite nicely. And yeah. uh, there, yeah. there, were, there were chances. Southampton played very well. In the first half, especially, they were good. They did, yeah. didn't yeah. they? Chelsea Mane was having a great. Chelsea time. would knock on the door an awful lot uh, in the second half. Oh, I, thought, I thought Hazard was absolutely magnificent yeah, again. Forster was great as well. Was it very, yeah, very, very much so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Southampton are down in seventh now. Everyone was predicting all mm. season that they're going to fall away. It basically has happened. Mm. So they've done well there. That's a, that's a that's another little thing to hang their hat on, isn't it? And try and get some momentum going in that final push. Well, they've only won one of their last five now, I think. And so. I mean that, and that was against Crystal Palace. Was quite a narrow win. So, I think that said, though, I mean, look what's happened to Man City. I mean, can we drop? Even up, teams can drop. I mean, Southampton are only sort of six points off the top four, but you sort of get the feeling their momentum is only going one way now, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's going to be difficult for them to, to do what you just suggested. I think. Well, I think with Chelsea in particular now, uh, Mourinho came out today and said that because um, 
because City dropped points there and obviously Chelsea are six points ahead with the game in hand he said that now Man United and Arsenal are back in it he doesn't think that for a moment because no. they're not no. but he's just trying to make sure that his players get that over the line mm. because they can't just start being complacent now Yeah, because that's, that's the only danger they've got left isn't it they've, they've, they've pretty much sewn it up I can't, I can't see any situation where they don't win the league now yeah Mourinho himself was saying that uh, oh, I think Arsenal uh, could be in for t- you know title contention as well and then someone said was that because of the momentum they got and he went what the momentum from 3-0 West Ham or 3-1 Monaco mm. you think hey, you're, you're you're saying one thing and then you're saying completely the opposite. Yeah. Oh, you're being Jose Mourinho. Yeah, absolutely, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I think, by the way, Southampton have had some really good... Um, I mean, look, if they finish, if they end up finishing seventh or whatever and out of the Europa League uh, places, they still had a really good season. Of I mean, course, I mean yeah. given that the, the amount of upheaval they had in the summer, I mean, they've had some showpiece results this season. I mean, even recent this year, they, they beat Arsenal, of course, they beat yeah. United, didn't they? And they've had a draw at Chelsea, which isn't too bad. I mean, uh, of course, as well, like, uh, people were genuinely tipping them for relegation at the start of the season. Yeah, I was. I was one of them, players. yeah. I was one of them yeah so absolutely you've got to hold your hands up and say they've, they've done really well and what's happened is if they finish seventh this season which looks like it might happen um, they're probably going to be the fans a lot of the fans will probably be quite disappointed with that which shows how far they've come in such a short space of time yeah. um, talk about the game itself though I thought uh, Matic was a lucky boy mm. very lucky to, to not be sent I don't really know how he wasn't sent off to be honest it was a very very strange decision by the referee that well maybe it's making up for a few weeks ago yeah, I don't really think you can do that. Though. I don't, I don't well, think it works like that. Well, it shouldn't. A lot, of, a lot of refereeing this season has made me question whether I understand it at all. <laughs> Same, yeah, yeah. Has it been poorer or is it... I, I think it, it probably has, has yeah. yeah. I think it has, yeah. <laughs> okay. I think it has. I, I, th- I don't know, but I think you can... If you're anything like me, you can only really remember the most recent season properly anyway. But I think... It, I don't remember us having these sorts of conversations that often True. last season. Mm. So I think if, oh, on that basis, it, they must be. They must be getting poorer. Mourinho has got his feet further under the desk true that is a factor but, they, but they've had some but they've had some decisions against me and that, that decision um, Anthony Taylor made as a, in the return fixture actually against St. Anthony mm. St. Mary's when Fabregas should have had a penalty it was a nailed mm. on pen well, and he got they, for diving they could have so had it's, a, it's, stand, it's poor across the board but Ivanovic yeah. was fouled I thought yeah he was right. yeah absolutely Yeah. I mean I th- yes he went down theatrically but, but I thought it was a foul I think the reason that wasn't given and I'm not defending it but I think the reason that wasn't given is because it was very hard to see on first look and I think the referee's attention was slightly he was looking further forward because mm. it was his trailing leg with a, a foot that Tadic didn't mean to use yes. so it was a difficult one for the referee to see first of mm. all I don't think it was a shocker no but it was a penalty yeah hmm. um, we've seen worse decisions than that well, Sal- sure Southampton got a penalty they did yeah that was probably a penalty I probably. thought it was yeah, yeah. Mm. but again you know, others didn't think it was uh, but I, oh, Southampton they could have gone in 2-1 uh, up at the break and it's that old adage of uh, you know you've got to score when you're on top absolutely and then in the, in the second half Southampton the way they start for the first four minutes or five minutes whatever it was you thought bloody hell they're going to keep this up but then Chelsea you know got themselves together a few chances and then really went at them but Southampton still looked likely on the break so it was a, it was a lovely game of, of of both teams going for it in, in slightly different ways of course in the second half Southampton much more cautious because they were under the pressure of the league leaders in, in their, their home stadium well, you've got to put in perspective for Southampton I mean Chelsea haven't lost a home league game this season yeah. you know, they've, I think they've won 10 out of their 13 Southampton could have won I mean Southampton or 11 front, out of their 13 I think well think yeah. about it you know Chelsea have got Diego Costa 30 odd million pounds or whatever he was mm. up front Southampton have got Shane Long mm. now Shane Long's not a bad player don't get me wrong but he's not in the same league as Diego Costa no he is 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Figuratively speaking. So I'm just looking up now. Um, um, Chelsea have won 11 and drawn three of their 14 home league games this season. I mean, for Southampton to go there, and of course, they rode their luck late on and teared a few chances, didn't they, right at the end? Oh, he did, yeah. yeah. He looked upset, which pleased me. But um, (laughs) but overall, a one always is is a good result for Southampton. Do you think it's a European hangover? Possibly, possibly, yeah. yeah. Possibly. The media love those European hangovers. They do. Because the journalists definitely get them. Yeah. Everton fans. And, uh, Everton, and Everton, they, Everton fans don't. No, that's right, <laughs> yeah. The journalists definitely, and then they just probably think, yeah, the fans, but, oh, we've got hangovers. Yeah. I'm struggling <laughs> yeah. to write this bloody piece. Might as well yeah. put it in. But let's blame it on the players. Yeah. Which is an easy thing to prepare for in advance. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, don't th- I, I think. I think you go. Of course, look. It's, it's disappointing for them to be knocked out of the, the Champions League. They deserve to be knocked out. Their, their performance was poor. Yes. PSG mm. were a far better side. They played like an away side with seven men. <laughs> it <was> very strange. <laughs> Absolutely, and, and I think maybe that was a factor. But to, to say that, and I think we maybe do this a bit too often on this show. To say that takes away from the performance of the other team who played well and deserved a point. And you know, good luck to them. Poor little paupers, PSG. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Plucky little. No, I mean, I mean Southampton. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, going back to the, uh, the the European game, do you think when Zlatan Ibrahimovic got sent off, obviously everyone's thinking, right, well, Chelsea are really just going to boss it now because they've got an extra man. Do you think the idea of knowing that Zlatan is somewhere but not knowing where is enough to just put Scary. you off your game so yeah. much that you, that, you know, it all falls apart? I heard when he walked off the pitch, he went, the Champions League doesn't deserve me. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> along with the this, World Cup, this stadium yeah. doesn't deserve yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, right. None of you deserve me. I, I think uh, Marcus. I don't know if it was you who was saying it. Um, forgive me if it was, but I think with that game, someone was saying, which certainly rang true to me, that when PSG went down to ten men, Mourinho obviously thought, right, well they've got to come out. Mm. I mean, they've got to come out anyway because they've got to score. Yeah. If they don't score, then um, then they're out. And um, the fact they're down to ten men meant they. I think Mourinho thought they have to come out even more, yeah. and even more exposed, and Chelsea just pick them off. Mm. And and when they scored, because they scored first, didn't that's they, right. Chelsea? I think they thought, right, that's easy then. And Neville, Gary Neville was doing the commentary, was very interesting when he was saying, using his experience of playing in these types mm. of occasions, was saying, they've gone, they've gone. They won't mm-hmm. get this back now. They've gone. Their legs are gone. Yep. They, 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 they're showing no urgency at all. They yeah. don't know what they're doing. They're gone. And it looked like that to me as well. The, well, they, they seem to be playing for a nil-nil. It's very and when, they, and when PSG, as you say, went down to 10, it was like, oh, brilliant, this is even easier. Yeah. And they scored. Oh, that's quite nice, isn't it? And then PSG scored one all, and they thought, hang on, what's... I don't understand this. Yeah. Go into extra time, then it's 2-1 and whatnot. And, mm. uh, and of course, it wasn't to be. Yeah. It wasn't to be. A Brazilian back four. Absolutely. And, I mean, David Luiz's goal energised PSG so much and Chelsea just had nothing for it because, as you say, Luke, their legs had gone. Is it They'd fair to switched off. Is it fair to say that David Luiz doesn't subscribe to the not celebrating against your old team? <laughs> <laughs> he, he had said before the game that he wouldn't and then after the game... But I love the passion of it. I know I said that, but yeah. I just got caught up with it. Yeah, but yeah that's the point of it. Yeah. yeah. Or it's good. I know, I know I said that, but I was having a bloody lovely time. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it, it turned uh, out. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love watching Thiago Silva play in those types of games. Yeah. A class act. It's really great to watch. Well, it. The, well, the funny thing was with the with the, the goal that clinched it. Of course, the first corner came in, and he had a header which the keeper pushed wide. And PSG thought, "Well, that seemed to work quite well. Let's yeah. do that again. We'll get it yeah. right this time." And yet Chelsea didn't seem to sort of pick up. Well, on Terry that. and Chaos would be wrestling with each other, yeah. uh, which created the space for Thiago Silva, which is just hilarious. Yeah. Oh man, mm. dear, anyway. dear. Now it's that's not Premier defenders. League. What are we talking about? I know, eh? it's not good enough. Uh, Burnley beat Manchester City. That's Premier League. Speaking of not good enough, hey. I've never seen George Boyd with a beauty, fantastic goal. Burns had the credit. I enjoyed Sean Dyche afterwards uh, mm-hmm. saying, uh, "Did you hear what he was saying?" Go on. No, he, he said, <laughs> he, he says it was something like that. Yeah, but I'll try 
translator for you. Uh, he said, um, oh, you might want to say that we're in a title race, but I'm not going to say that, you know. <laughs> it's very, it's very funny. But um, I've, never, I've never wanted to say, see, I only saw the highlights of the game, but I've never wanted to say that's not good enough more <laughs> well, no, <laughs> than with that City. Amazing, isn't it? In, in one game before. Especially given that Burnley drew one all at the Etihad as yeah. well. Yeah, no, so two all, been, wasn't it? Two all. Oh, okay, I think two it was all. two all. They were yeah. two nil down. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, they've taken a point off Burnley all season, which is yeah. absolutely amazing. Mm. Great to see Sam Vokes back. Mm. Yeah. He, he started his first game in the Premier League ever. Uh, George Boyd scored in, that, um, in the return yeah. fixture as well. Yeah. I think yeah. one of the stats on Match of the Day was he's the only player to score against them in two different games this season. Is he? Okay, that would make sense, yeah. But they just don't look up to or up for the challenge of Chelsea you can see those players have conceded the league they're just they're just not even trying I feel like I've been bagging on uh, Pellegrini for a while now but yeah. it's, it's, Buck's got to stop with him yeah what, what more can you say I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not absolutely not in any way acceptable no and a lot of the you know excuses they've used up to this have been like oh Yoa Toure's been away at the African Nations or he's been or he's been injured or whatever but he was playing you know like yeah, they've got enough I know yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I'm trying to give them every excuse they themselves can use and can justify none of it I mean there was one point where Aguero played David Silver in and when I was mm. watching the, the highlights of it I thought, oh, did you know, were Man City missing players and, and so on? And you see the highlights and you think, that's Aguero playing in David Silva. Yeah. You, know, you no should excuse score. for it. You Absol- should score. Absolutely no excuse for it. I, th- I think if you look at their mo- a lot of their recent games, it's just not been good enough. I mean, uh, Burnley 1 0 is obviously not good enough. They drew 1 0 Hull, didn't they? Which is, I mean, yeah, it's hard to say this without being disrespectful to these other teams. Yeah. But if you're trying to defend your Premier League title, mm. you cannot lose to Burnley. They've been promoted. You just cannot draw against Hull, who never score. You can't draw against a team like Everton in the form they're in at the time. You can't lose at home to Arsenal. No. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, as you said, City are good for a Rick. But Burnley are showing... Some, I mean, it's a shame for Burnley. They, they uh, Was it Stoke that beat them at home the other week? or yeah. something? Stoke are having a great season, by the way. Mm. I mean, mm. I know they lost against West Brom. But but you look at the table and you thought, oh, if they'd have if they'd have won, I mean, it's all lifts and butts. You say they're at the, top, they're at the top of that um, that sort of outside the top six or seven. Yeah, types. they're having a fantastic they they quietly too. They're just getting yes. away with getting along with it. A couple of one nil wins here and there. They're just just eking it out. They, did, ma- they spend a lot of money. Though. Mathematically possible yeah. for them to get in the Champions League places. They, wow. Yeah, in March, not bad. They they um, mm. they did lose, but they won three in a row before that in the league. So I mean, yeah. they, they, I mean, you know, nine points from from four games is still decent. Oh yeah, but uh, we're going back to Burnley. I, you think with with a side like Burnley, if you if you look at the other sides that are down there, I mean, obviously we'll come on to Sunderland in in a short while. Um, Queens Park Rangers are, are one that Burnley have that kind of. They can have that mentality of, come on, lads, we've, we've, we've not got the riches of other sides. We, we're a little bit more, if you will, kind of low budget, if you mm. like. And I, I think that's the kind of thing that can galvanise them. Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Against those other sides. And you get that's a great... their whole thing the whole season. Of course, but you get a great win against Manchester City. And then you look around at the other the, the clubs down there. I, I, do you know what? I could see Burnley maybe sneaking out yeah, I, and surviving I think, I and getting... Leicester and QPR are gone. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I'd say I don't so. think they've got a, got a chance, but I, th- I think Burnley can certainly get themselves out of it. Mm. And they've got a great spirit there, mm. much more so. I mean, they're not—you don't see them often getting beat four 0 at home, like, no. like Sunderland or the way uh, Queens Park Rangers were at Crystal Palace. 
Yeah. There's not too many too many times this season they've been that bad. Whereas, whereas as I say, you know, Leicester have been pretty awful. In, 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 I, think, one, I think certainly recently the losses they have the losses they have had Burnley have been you know, fairly narrow. I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't say they've been comprehensively outclassed mm. recently. But they always look fairly well drilled and organised. Oh, they're fit and, and they run all day. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, George Boyd was breaking those sort of records, wasn't he, for the most run in, in, in 90 minutes and the mm. most distance covered and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So the, the only problem we were t- the only um, problem we were talking about re them earlier in the season especially over that Christmas period was that they were playing the same team every week and mm-hmm. wondering if we would catch up with them but it, to be fair to them it hasn't really I mean they've given themselves a fighting chance they're only in the relegation zone by one point yeah. with you know whatever it is nine games left or whatever so they've definitely got a fighting chance and it would be sensational if they stayed up and especially as, you know if you're talking about Leicester and QPR um, well, Leicester yeah. have got to be gone. I mean, they're seven points off it, yeah. and the reason they're down is because they don't win games. Sure, you can't you can't put together. I don't see. I have not seen anything this season to suggest that Leicester can overhaul a seven point no deficit way. because mm. they just know when they're consistent enough. I think and, they just they the false dawn of that win over Man United was incredible, wasn't it? Because they started very well. They started yeah. really brightly. They looked like they might have something to offer yeah. and be able to, to mix it in the Premier League and actually play play the ball on the deck and, and, and entertain as well. But the, it's just all fallen away. You wonder how much of that is confidence when they've mm. they've had a few tough results and now they actually feel a bit out of their depth and that has, mm. that has you know... Has Pearson scared mind? them too much, do you think? <laughs> like, do they, but he's yeah. tried to intimidate them to win so much that they go out there and they just can't do it. Well, they haven't won a game for about two months. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong. Well, look, so, yes. <laughs> yeah. Villa under Lambert, they they look frightened to try things. They look completely bereft of ideas. They look yeah. bored. They well, they look scared of their own failure, so they wouldn't try stuff. If mm. that makes sense, and mm. I think there's a bit of that going on at Leicester as well. Yeah. Well, we'll come to Aston Villa in a minute. Oh, good. <laughs> but um, are Arsenal in the title race, Jim? No, they're not. Yeah, I didn't think so. Because uh, even if Chelsea lose their game in hand they're still seven yes. points above Arsenal and six above Manchester City mm. you can't see that going the other way even though they need to play Arsenal no. but I think it's great that Arsenal are now in uh, in a realistic position to try and make a battle for, for second yeah that's something as, yeah, our that's Manchester, as our Manchester United yeah, but to try and just automatically qualify for the Champions League is you know, that'd be nice the best we can really salvage from the league but Chelsea haven't got anything else to worry about now no. you can't see them be I mean they've not got a huge um, Champions League game coming up which would take a lot of their emotional um, intensity and yep. a lot of their concentration and a lot of them are Mourinho firefighting type of stuff he likes to do that's out the window mm. is providing Mourinho can get them over that which I'm sure he can because he's an experienced manager he's won lots of stuff like you can't really see them and because they're going to focus all their intensity and all their efforts into that now so it's, it's going to be very very difficult for anyone to overhaul them and to be fair on, on this show we've said Chelsea for the title all season so it's not yeah. really going to be any different Yeah, uh, Manchester United what a win against Spurs oh, fantastic. Spurs. Manchester United are back they are Jim Spurs played like Spurs at Old Trafford yeah, I think it's fair to say. Um, I think yeah, you enjoyed it, Luke, didn't you? I did. I think there were two teams this season, two teams this weekend who put in their best performances this season, and Everton was one of them, mm. and May United, but certainly the other yeah. one. United were excellent. It's like they just re- remembered who they were. The Old Trafford seemed to be like the Old Trafford of well, old. Yeah, um, they were chanting. Apparently, in the second half, they were singing the old songs and uh, remembering former greats. From Cole to Cantona. <laughs> uh, but it, it did look, as you say, Jim, like what we've come to know from Manchester United yeah. from, from the years gone by. And it was strange that Van Hal it didn't seem that fussed about the uh, the performance afterwards, or so he said in the interview. And it was interesting what Phil Neville said about that. Because, uh, you know, Al Fizzer said that... Um, 
if he was Van Hal, he would have said, "Yeah, that was our best performance of the season." Yeah, so I, far. I, I, I do subscribe to that a little bit. I think just because it would show the other teams we're on the march here, we're on the up. It's not contrary, doesn't he? In every interview, Van Hal. I, I just don't think he cares. I just don't think he cares about the whole media so and dance, which can yeah. work in their favour sometimes, but sometimes can come across as a bit churlish. Mm-hmm. And of course, he brought that little dossier thing out, didn't he? Which shows that maybe sometimes yeah. he does care. But Jimmy, in fairness, I mean. It's easy to sort of write off how poor Spurs usually are at Old Trafford, but they won their last season. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, but I, that was, that was everyone did, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone, everyone sort of not everyone did, but a lot of teams did. So it's fair enough. But but um, they Arsenal cast didn't. No, <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They got beat. <laughs> but um, they cast Spurs aside this weekend. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they cast. It was it was a very much. That's the thing about the United. If I was a United fan, the, the style of that performance was very much a we're Man United. Yes. yes. Get the fuck out of our yes. way. Yes. Exactly. The game. And, that, and that's oh, I was just like he's got Alex. Ferguson's book and he's just quoting it going Ledge it's Tottenham yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just Spurs yeah. any team the great thing about the Ferguson thing about that was, yeah. it was it's just Spurs I mean it'll all be very nice but it's come on it's Spurs <laughs> yeah and, and they just so beat him yeah, yeah yeah I know when Spurs are a huge club yeah they are and that's yeah. it I uh, any team that can keep Super Harry Kane quiet mm. it's got a chance deserves credit Harry Kane, young player and players player of the year. Do you think oh, he's bound to be? Well, both of them. No, he's not yeah. going to be players player. I think he'll, he'll, how good would that be if he yeah. won both? He'll be young player, yeah, for sure. But um, the, the, that's the thing with Van Hal's type sides. I mean, they they come. I know I've talked about this before, so I won't go into too much depth again. But the amount of stick that they, United get under Van Hal, yeah. And if you look at their record, I mean, they've won three in a row in the league again now, and they, their record fairly recently is has been fantastic. So I mean, of course now. Based on that Spurs game, yep. the performance was also good. The so if they start performing well as well, yeah. what are people going to criticise them for? Sure, but the performances have been sketchy. The results have been there. The performances of what uh, what's been in question, and getting the best out of some of their big players. But that takes time, doesn't it? We've seen Van Gaal before, but pretty much every club he's been at, it takes time for him to work sure. out how to use his best players in the best way. But talking to a few Manchester United fans, they would say that at Old Trafford, there's a bit of a nervous energy. Yeah, and uh, you know some some. The defenders having to do a lot more large last ditch efforts, and the shape not being there at times. Obviously, he's chopped and chopped and changed a lot. As you say, he's, he's certainly getting the results. I mean, they could finish second, mm. which would be a superb season for them, especially considering how good Chelsea have been. Yeah. So uh, it's. I think it's one of those with Van Hal, isn't it? You're right. I mean, obviously, you know, Luke's rightly pointing out that he's getting results. They're actually, they're in a good position there. Well, above Chelsea in the form table. I yeah, mean, exactly. So, I mean, you've got to remember as well that the size of that club, mm, I mean, yeah. you could make an argument it's the biggest club in the world. So for a manager to go in there and be two-thirds of the way through his first season when they didn't finish in the top four last season and the amount of upheaval they've had the amount of players the amount of t- personnel and yeah. of course because what a lazy a lazy fan will do is go oh they spent 250 million quid yeah they have and of course there are a lot of positives to that but there are also a lot of negatives to that it's also very difficult mm. to get players of that reputation of that size on those wages and those salaries playing together and, and, and being uh, balanced and performing well and of course they haven't always got that right mm. but they're above Chelsea in the form table who are top of the league by the way and they're, and they're, you know, they're going to they're gonna get back in the Champions League probably aren't they? I mean, I mean you, you've got to judge them on that basis and yeah they were lucky against Newcastle the most recent um, fluky win they had mm. but there's nothing lucky about that Spurs game no. and, if I, and if I was a Liverpool fan or an Arsenal fan I'd be worried about that I do think, think um, sorry Marcus do you think Falcao and uh, Di Maria not being involved I mean I know Falcao came on do you think that made made a difference because Mata was superb he was the fans obviously love it he has to play Mata more yeah, he but, has to but this is it isn't it he, his hand has been forced there Mata's played and made a big big difference hmm. and Rooney yeah. obviously because, played up front well, as I said last week he was playing 
um, Herrera in holding midfield, who he obviously doesn't like, playing Fellaini in the hole. And he doesn't on the look like he has played Herrera a fair few times. I don't think he fancies him, and I think a lot of people have said that. Really? He was yeah. playing again. Well, there we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't you make that sign at me. Um, <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> I, th- I think that the, the side looked a lot better uh, against Spurs. I mean, yes, it was a home game. They, they won it well. Rooney up front up top yeah great celebration yeah indeed it was a great celebration you guys owned it now isn't it for, for yeah, all we said for all we said about how troubling that video was the celebration was great yeah great PR it was really good from, from the man himself yeah. but I think that's I think that's the sign you know Carrick has been a key player for them this season as you say one matters there Di Maria uh, you can go on about did Van Hal even sign him etc and so on when you've got a 60 odd million player there you, mm. you've you know in that class you've got to give him a bit of a go there's been off-field problems so let's just wait and see on, on Di Maria you know um, let's get into the end of the season and, and see where they are as you say if they've qualified for the Champions League great the trouble is of course is that Ferguson legacy the way they used to play the way they were so dominant at home Van Hal comes with a reputation they've had a season and more they want that it's quickly it's been a little bit sketchy some of the, the performances I say but they're on for it aren't they they are so you can't argue too much um, with that. Uh, but ah, now, yes, here we go. Sunderland nil, Aston Villa. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. A four. Um, Let's have a little update on that Sherwood win percentage. You know when you type in a, uh, you know when you type in a uh, number or a sum in a calculator, yeah, and mm. it's too high and just says error. That's that's what Sherwood's win percentage at the moment. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, just I think error. It's, it's actually sixty six percent, isn't okay. it? So can there be can there be any clearer sign from a divine power that this is the man <laughs> to lead England into future glory? I don't think so. I am stunned you've even mentioned that, Jim, because you are English <laughs> as well. You are an Englishman <laughs> as well. You know not what you've done there. <laughs> but I mean, this the Sunderland. I have to I have to I have to bring in uh, I have to bring this in. Um, I would normally put it in the uh, I would normally put it in the highlights of the week, but this is fantastic. From Ed Sibley, he says, uh, "My heart of the week was the Sunderland fan who reportedly stayed for the second half at the stadium alight to avoid the traffic." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that, that Sunderland was so bad; it can't be overstated. I'm pleased you said that because if I opened with that, I think people would say that I'm just being churlish about Tim Sherwood. Yeah, no, I don't they mean were to. Be, but they were. I mean, 
it was I mean for the third and fourth goal from memory it was they were it was like a training ground right we're doing this exercise now mm. I want to show you how it works so you guys stay there and play a defensive end but don't do much yeah. just 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 be in the position you need to be in don't come anywhere near us and I'll show you how it works type thing yeah. Yeah. in a game mm, in yeah. the Premier League just absolutely hapless unforgivably so as well and as the goal started raining in you could see Poirier just like you know withdrawing into himself slumping lower and lower into his seat exasperation yeah. and that's just that, that's not good enough for a manager is it but what, what that's why he's got I mean obviously he's, he's left the job now but if you, I mean I'm sure there are many reasons why he's left and why he was fired or whatever uh, clearly their form was, was a key one but there's absolutely no excuse I've seen my team play lots and lots of times and I've seen him lose lots and lots of times as well and I've not gen- generally been personally offended by it because it's part of the game but yeah. if you see your team you've paid to go watch fighting for their Premier League survival and they're 2-0 down at home after God knows how many minutes not mm. many and then you can see those two goals that is an absolute disgrace yeah. and it's not just down to the manager it's down to your personal and professional pride yeah. Yeah. So, I mean one or two of them were working hard and looked pissed off yeah. and made a couple listen I, I think there was a, one of the goals where John, John Shea made a real error of judgement yeah. you know, that happens when you're under yeah. pressure of course like, if you're under pressure you're fighting for your life you can make mistakes but to not even try to not even get right up there and, and really give it some I wouldn't even be averse to one of the players of the team I support getting sent off for a rash tackle yeah. if he's really given it someone he yeah, really wants yeah. to do well because you can forgive that these guys got nowhere near any of that and that's an absolute disgrace it really was yeah. unforgivable after the game Wes Brown was interviewed and he was saying I saw that, they, yeah. Just, yeah, they, just, they just kept coming at us they just, they just kept on coming it's like you're way too experienced to have no answer to a team trying to score yeah, yeah. a team when that team is Aston Villa yeah. who, who have scored I think they had scored four goals away from home all season until that mm. day they did play well as bad as Sunderland were, Villa did play well. They're clearly, as we were saying earlier about you know their sort of reticence under under Sher- oh, sorry under Paul Lambert. Clearly, that's gone from Sher- for, you know, gone now, and Sherwood's got the plan again. They've got a lot of confidence. I think you've got to give, you've still. got you've got to give Sherwood a bit of credit for, for for of course for the result and the performance, but also for for something he said, which I actually thought was quite prescient, which was he said, look, we're not a team set up to sit there. And, and defend and, and maybe catch them on the break and nick a point that we need to do to get out of relegation we are set up to move that ball to use our pace and to and to play with a bit of confidence and try and, and try and win and, and you know Shell was a bit like that with Spurs they couldn't clear with clean sheet could they I mean yeah. you know um, so, so I, I applaud him for actually identifying that and saying that we got to, we've got to score goals, we've got to get out there, we've got to move the ball quick, and and so yeah, it's great for them to do that, and, and you yeah, know, well done to them. Mm. I think that the stadium was strange, wasn't it? How it was pretty much half empty by half time, and it was actually quite eerie. It's a yeah, strange and uncomfortable thing to view, like especially with the fans going down to the dugout. I think there were a that few was fans really in their season tickets. Like it's very similar to when uh, McLaren was having a terrible time at Middlesbrough. Something about the northeast and chucking your season ticket but at your manager. They didn't. They didn't look like I saw the footage of those guys, <laughs> those fans doing that. They didn't look like they were pointing at Poirier though. They looked like they were pointing and shouting at one or two of the players. Yeah, I think um, Connor Wickham was looking utterly bemused on the it bench. It was quite right? intimidating. Yeah, it was. It's, sc- it's a scary thing. It's not cool, is it? Because yeah, sure. sometimes you see... It's like a team with like team at half-time. Sometimes a lazy director will show footage of people walking out. Yeah. Like, oh, they're walking out, but they're clearly just going for a pint or yeah. a pie or whatever. Mm. 
There was no none of that that time. No, they, no. Were, they were <laughs> leaving. Yeah, the empty seats in the second half would testify. Otherwise, that queue for that pie was about five thousand people long. <laughs> Those home fans have had a miserable season, though. Oh, Their yeah. home record is absolutely terrible, and it, clearly the pressure got to Poirier. We could see that with yeah. this eruption against Steve Bruce. But it's great for uh, Villa's fans, by the way. Oh yeah, because yeah, I mean they've. I mean, imagine going home and away with for Villa, and they've got four away goals all season. To them to see a four 0 win away pie is great for them. I'm pleased for them. Villa will stay up, surely. They, yeah, you think so yeah. now? I mean, it's all about momentum at this stage of the season. We talk about that in the context of championship promotion but in, in the context of Premier League survival it's also mm. important yeah Palace beat uh, QPR 3-1 should they were good Phillips's goal counted for three my god that was <laughs> superb wasn't it 40 I mean, yards was it yeah, yeah it was 40 yards I think it's the furthest out Premier League goal this season yeah it? I believe so but I, I was you know we all saw how good Matt Phillips was when he was at Blackpool mm. and we were thinking this you know, this guy could be really really good and we haven't really seen it so much but in the last 10 minutes <laughs> what a he hit. just put it all together but he was on fire after that I know that well he nearly got another one <laughs> yeah it's a shame that he ran and got the ball out it was like 83 minutes yeah. just enjoy the goal yeah. <laughs> don't give yourself an 80 yard jog <laughs> no also because yeah absolutely like, yeah. in 20 years time when you're showing your kids that would you not want to show them an amazing celebration as well you don't want yeah. to show them you, you're not going to win the game you're hang on you, you, you're thinking about wasn't it nice we said earlier David Luiz you know he didn't think about it he got lost yeah. in the moment you're saying he should be thinking in a few years time there'll be a DVD of this I no, should I slide he, in front of no, that I think he's saying he, I think I am saying he should be lost in the moment again rather than be so but, the, but yeah, that was the moment though criticise him for is that in the future it could have been slightly better on YouTube after the goal than he yeah. something right yeah. but that was the moment the moment was Do you know what? 3-1 think, we need to get that I, goal I, I think I would leave it there because it was just a great goal I don't <laughs> well, want to criticise him imagine if he knee slid in front, of, in front of the away fans they go what the hell are you doing well, I'm thinking of the DVD in a few years <laughs> yeah. time you know yeah, maybe that says a bit more about me yeah. <laughs> oh dear oh dear but the first goal um, nearly took half the half the club like, sorry half of the footballers out yeah <laughs> They all went in the post, didn't they? The yeah, it, was, it looked quite painful. There was a lot of pace as well. Yeah. 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 Zaha looked just broken. Didn't, <laughs> yeah. he? didn't he say something like, yeah, it basically just tore me in half, but I was all right. <laughs> oh my God. Well, he mended he's, himself he's playing with a bit of confidence now. He looks, yeah. he looks getting some way towards his, his, his tricky see. He's a good player. Yeah, very much so, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Palace looked pretty good. I mean, not that QPR put up much of a fight, but, uh, but that's... Their story, isn't it? Yeah, but Palace, I mean, that's what Pardew do to you. Indeed. Palace could, could feasibly finish in the top half this season. Yeah. That would be such I mean, a good they, job. It's similar to last season, isn't it? Where they, they were struggling for a bit. They could finish they were... above Newcastle, couldn't they? Oh, that would yeah. be amazing. <laughs> it would be so good. <laughs> that would be hilarious. What would there are only two points behind Newcastle. What would Pete's argument be? Well, he shouldn't have been below us earlier on in the season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah. But Rob Green is the most beleaguered man in the Premier League. <laughs> oh, Rob. Oh, God, he looked close to tears after the third one. Oh, no, he's, he's had a good, such a good he, goalkeeper. He's had a good season. I know he has, but he's just, he's just, he's, he hasn't got hope, has he? I know someone who went on a stag weekend with Rob Green, so he was a really good guy. I've yeah. met Rob yeah. Green, Bruce. Have you? Okay, right. Yeah, nice I've chat. Heard that about him. Mm. Yeah. That he's been on a stag do with you. It was, I wasn't no, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't Marcus. No, no, no. no. I uh, I was um, I can't remember where I met him, but it certainly wasn't stagnant. Uh Yeah, QPR obviously look as though they're, they're, they're really struggling. I mean, they've still got to play Chelsea away to Man City and, and Liverpool. Which the, po- the, the point is, if I don't know, if I said this, if I said this last week or if I read it somewhere, so apologies if one of you guys already said it. But um, they fired their manager, but they kept all the staff from the regime. Mm. So was Glenn Hoddle still there? No, no, sorry, so they haven't kept all the stuff, so, but Chris right. Ramsey was part of that regime, yeah. and now he's got the job. So I imagine to the players, it doesn't feel like it's a new thing. Yeah, so almost you've got the worst of, of both worlds. Mm. Yeah. yeah, It's not an ideal situation, really, is it? Sean Wright Phillips played. That was that's, that's notable, isn't it? Yeah. Well done. He was, he was, a new, was almost a new Winston Bohada, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness, yeah. yeah. Um, 
who was is after the Oldham job. Yeah, yeah. Which is sensational stuff, really, isn't it? Where Oldham is? <laughs> is it outside Amsterdam? <laughs> yeah. Do you think he just thought I fancy a bit of old ham? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll take anything now. His money's run out. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll eat old. He ham said. He as said. My um, wages. In his famous Chelsea. Uh, in his famous Chelsea. Um, days when he signed under and those Vialli. days were four let's remember <laughs> yeah no yeah exactly he, he, he was signed under Viali then a couple of weeks later Viali went and Ranieri came in and then um, of course Ranieri didn't fancy him or whatever mm. he was getting a great salary he wouldn't go anywhere else as I'm sure many of you know um, but then he was asked why he wouldn't move anywhere else why he didn't want to play any, anywhere else and he said um most people will go through their life not getting anywhere near this amount of money. I want the money. I'm taking it. I may be the worst Premier League transfer in history, but I don't care. I mean, if he just tried for the money, he could have had more money further down the line. Does he not understand how that works? That is just sensational stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Old time, y'all have that. Athletic? That doesn't sound like me at all. <laughs> oh, dear, dear. Yeah, ma- a managerial position is very demanding, so for him to apply for one... Mm. Is, must is, be a mistake. Yeah, His wife must just want him out of the house. Yeah. His wife wants him out of the house, big time. <laughs> as poor a joke it is, I think Luke's old ham theory might be actually... Uh, might be more accurate. Who knows? Hmm. So, uh, Where are we going next? We're going to go to Everton, Newcastle. Got to give them a, give them a mention. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Everton yeah. were great, weren't they? They were, yeah. Much better. Uh, Aaron Lennon played well, didn't he? He did. Harried very well. He did. But, so, but, but Everton only six points off the relegation zone. Well, yeah, I mean, there was an interesting stat again on Match of the Day 2. Um where they're right up there for possession stats this mm. season, Everton. But this has been this was Martinez's problem at Wigan as well. That the, the team played very well and had a lot of possession, but could do nothing with it. Mm. We all thought at the time that that's because you know they don't have much up front. They're a little bit blunt, but it's happening at Everton as well. You wonder if if he knows how to instruct his teams of how to actually be ruthless and take those chances when it's needed. Because mm. Lukaku has, has struggled and. That's ridiculous. He shouldn't, he shouldn't be struggling. Surely he should be seeing yeah. more of the ball. Yeah, well, that's yeah, it. A possession-based team. I think he's been good recently, Lukaku. I mean, he's scored a few pens. He's their top scorer by a distance, though, Jim, to be fair. I just don't think he's got an awful lot of support. I, I don't think he's played as well as he has as he did last season. No, I think that's fair, yeah. I think Everton, uh, again, you know, finished the season strong. Hopefully they can go further in the Europa League. Next season, you think, right, Martinez, you're really going to have to... Yeah. Well, the only thing I would say about Everton is that they've... Um, Someone said on Match Today, I think that they've had the most individual errors of any team in the league this season, right. which is clearly a problem, mm. but maybe not necessarily. It might just be a bit unlucky. But secondly, um, they've got quite a manageable fixture list now. Yeah. Between now and the end of the season, they've got one or two tough ones, but mm. generally they're okay. And I th- I'd imagine them just to be steer themselves safely into sort yeah, of lower so. mid table, probably, which is disappointing because of mm. last season. But as you say, Marcus, they've got a, they've got a bill for next season. Yeah. Though. That that is the Everton job, isn't it? It's it's uh, your objective is to consistently punch above your weight. Yeah. Which they have done. They yeah, certainly absolutely. did last season, you could certainly argue. Uh, should we go to Championship? Bournemouth, Middlesbrough and Watford all scored four goals and all three teams are top of the league on 69 it's points. Quite like that. It's great, isn't it? It really is kicking off. Bamford was superb for Middlesbrough. Yeah, yeah I didn't done. see that. I didn't get a chance to see that. But well, heard, one of his yeah. goals, he did that thing where... Uh, the, the ball was played up to him and he went to go and control the ball let it bounce 
it bounced sort of over and past the defender, and he obviously used that bounce to to, to run in behind, and then and, and off he yeah, went. He was very very good. And his, his celebration, he um, he just did a hand hand gesture to suggest, well, of course, I've just given you this wonderful goal. <laughs> it looks like there's a bit of arrogance going there. Do you think he's maybe trying to? Well, he is on loan from Chelsea. Well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> he's trying to stake a future for himself by just showing that he can be a reprehensible prick. A young English player being mm. arrogant. Jim. <laughs> the thing goodness. about the thing about Middlesbrough is they've been inconsistent. They've gone like win loss win loss win loss and mm. next two games I've got away at Derby and away at Bournemouth yeah mm. big ones yeah. but they're, you know they're, they're joint top stuttered a little bit though well they drew one all with Norwich and uh, the, 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 both of them lost ground on the top three Derby they're on 67 points they're only two points off the top well, Norwich are the form team going into that as we've said yeah. before mm. Ian Holloway sacked as Millwall manager not too surprising no you no, can't you can't really argue with that I mean they're essentially going to be relegated so I mean yeah. It, well, yeah, which is surprising really because I, I always consider Holloway to be a good championship level manager yeah and, and, and also you think to yourself Obviously, you feel a bit sorry for Millwall, but but also you know Holloway. If you if you get sacked from a from a club that you know look like they may get relegated from the Championship, will we see him in the Premier League again? No, no that's that. not looking likely, no. is it? And we'd like that. I we think they, they've only won. They've only won about two in ten mil, and one of yeah. them was against Forest when everyone was beating Forest. So yeah, they've, been, they've been very hardly even counts. Did you see John Ruddy's mistake for Norwich? Yeah, he scored the own goal, didn't he? he did yeah, the, the corner was was. Crossed in, and it was almost like he was trying to catch it on his finger and spin it round. <laughs> <laughs> he just messed up, and he basically just dropped G- it. Jim, do you think he went ruddy hell? Yeah, I think he might have done it. it went like in the press, probably. Did. Yeah, I'm sure. They do. <laughs> I love the fans. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, hello, Scotland League Cup final, Celtic. The, uh, the f- no need for that, Jim. Uh, <laughs> they beat Dundee United 2-0 in the final. Chris Cobbins and, and James Forrest got I saw, the I saw the majority of that game. Dundee United's fifth League Cup final loss in a row. Sean Dillon had an eventful time of it. He did have an eventful time. He, he was he was sent off um, in the 56th minute. Uh, but he was taken off the field for a couple of minutes. Um, I think it was yeah, in the first uh, half. It seemed like a lot longer than a couple of minutes. The point of where the, the Dundee United manager... Jackie McNamara. Tried, former Celtic. Yeah, yeah, Jackie, of course. Tried to uh, sub him off. And then he was like, no, 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 I'm coming back on. Then he went back on, and then he got sent off. <laughs> well, not straight away. No, but he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, did sure. get sent off. Yeah. So he, hang on, he cancelled his own substitution. No, well, he was, he was getting treatment, it. but McNamara was thinking, we're down to 10, we need to get another man And when on. they were down to 10, so he scored. They just conceded when he was off yeah. the pitch. Then when he got sent off, then they conceded later as well. Mm. I expect you to go and make up for this now. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, you've got sent off. And it was a nailed off sent off as well. I saw, um, yeah. I saw a couple of um, Dundee United fans on Twitter saying, oh, that was a yellow, that was a shot. That was a massive red. <laughs> massive red. Oh, did you see Scott Brown was on the piss? Yeah, he was, yeah. Uh, there was a few. Not just on the pitch <laughs> on like, the floor so, so a few days before the Scottish League Cup final captain of Celtic Scott Brown yeah. was not just having a couple of jars <laughs> you know he was slumped on the floor outside a titty bar <laughs> three nights before the Scottish League Cup final what was he eating like deep fried pizza yeah or something. something like that yeah yeah. <laughs> it was not the <laughs> actions of an athlete Guinness he'd put in the freezer <laughs> yeah. like a lolly yeah. he's a toughie isn't he old Scott Brown but yeah. I'll tell you what I think he probably could have given a penalty away in that game as right. well. He shouldered the guy, shoved him in the back in the penalty area. Mm. The sort of tackle that, um, if it wasn't a, f- a cup final, mm. and if it was on the halfway line, they would have been given. That would have been given on the halfway line, ninety-nine times out of hundred. He's not had any attempt to play the ball. <laughs> he shoved the guy right on the small of the back of his elbow. He didn't need to do it. The ball was going out anyway. And it, I thought it was a bit of arrogance about that. Yeah, it, it, I, I think that Scott Brown's one of those players. It doesn't matter who you are, from from Xavi to I don't know Ronaldinho and his pomp, whatever. You just hate to play against him. 
Oh, he, yeah. just, he just harass it. He's so committed. Yeah. He's obviously very tough as well. Um, oh, very much so, very much so, yeah. Yeah, he, he was the guy, actually. Someone emailed me about this or, or tweeted me that uh, when I said there was a Hibs player who wanted to play despite having a broken leg, I th- apparently that was Scott Brown. <laughs> was it really? Okay, right. Wow. You've that. got a broken leg. Well, I've got one good one. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not both broke. Yeah. <laughs> I'll incredible. break yours and we'll level it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll break all this. Well, I tell you, everyone break your leg yeah. <laughs> and I can still play. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Uh, in La Liga, eh? Good night for Gareth Bale. Or was it? Uh, Real Madrid won 2-0 against Levante. I say was it because he can't seem to do anything right there. No, no. It's a strange ridiculous. old what one. A ridiculous club. Do you think it's going to eventually involve him leaving, moving on? Um, well, it depends who, who can afford him. Yeah. This, this is the trouble. If you know, you've got to be careful there because didn't they still get booed after that game? Yeah, they won two nil. I mean, I don't think two nil. Gareth Bale, who's been the object of a lot of their ire, scored twice and they got booed. Seventy-seven <laughs> goals in twenty-seven games in the league. Yeah. Still getting booed. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Well, the That's the team. For Bale, yeah. basically, it looked like a Ronaldo goal at first, but Bale got a very bare touch on it. Yeah. So I wonder if there's a little... Um, if Ren- there's been a you know, drama behind the scenes over that, because you can imagine that. Ronaldo playing seemed, paper, rock, scissors. Yeah, Ronaldo seems to be annoyed when Gareth Bale scored one of his yeah, goals. Yeah, it's weird. Now, I don't it? know. That could be... He, look, let's Might be that Ronaldo just looks like a knob at the best of times. That's true. So he looks annoyed. so annoyed when they went off after... Of course, they went through against Schalke, but when they... Oh, got, oh what, a, what a game that was. That was eerie. That was that reminded me in, in field sometimes to... Uh, Brazil won Germany seven yes. in the sen- in the sense of you know when that game like you said about the training ground stuff at Sunderland yeah when, you know because obviously when like Cruz is passing the ball into the net against Brazil and yeah. there's uh, and you just think oh well you just completely lost it in the head yeah yeah that was a bit like that for Real Madrid versus Schalke when Schalke were going forward and and attacking and and, and having a few near misses and you're thinking. Hang on, this this isn't right. And, but Real Madrid don't seem to care. Mm. But Schalke don't seem to really care either. Yeah. Like they sort of scored. Oh, that's that's our third at the Bernabeu. Lovely yeah. job, boys. Yeah. Back we go to the halfway. That game line. was five minutes longer. Schalke would have scored again. They had yeah. about two chances after they that, that Huntelaar volley off yeah. the bar. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean we love Huntelaar. Yeah. It was so gutting for him as well because he had a really difficult time there. Even though yeah. he was only there for six months, weirdly, it feels like he was there for longer, just sort of out in the cold. Mm. But yeah, I think Ronaldo actually had, was right to be annoyed there because yeah. they were so poor. Well, he mm. seemed to be the only one that genuinely. Yeah. Well, they, they would have gone out without him. Oh, yeah. Mm. But, but the Ronaldo, Ronaldo is, is a player, for all his faults, who's very much aware of the legacy he's going to leave. Yes. And I think he, and that's part of what drives him on. He wants to win and win and win. And I, think if he, he, I, think, I think he probably really wanted to be part of the team or to, to inspire the team, the first team, to defend the Champions League. And I think mm. that's partly why he looks so annoyed. And also because... Schalke, with due respect to them, and Di Matteo's doing an OK job, um, they shouldn't be losing that game. Well, Real Madrid won 2-0 in Germany. It, yeah. Fairly straightforward. It was yeah. fairly, And Schalke had a load of players out as well in yep. the Bernabeu. And Madrid hammered them uh, in the previous year, or, or mm. certainly in a yeah. recent recently, season yeah. in the yeah. Champions League. Battered them, from what yeah. I remember. Mm. I think they might have even won 7-0, maybe. 6-1 at Schalke something like or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, was a big, it was a big one. But, but Gareth Bale, mm. you, it's, it's insane. I mean, some, I think it was the, the BBC or others have suggested that the press have fallen out with Perez or, or vice versa and <laughs> Perez came out to defend Bale and said I signed uh, we signed him like, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. One. Yeah. And, uh, and and th- there was talk from their point of view that the press are having a pop at Perez th- through Bale if you like yeah. although Marker have come out and said that's a load of uh, disgraceful r- journalism from you like how can you say that da 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 
you're kind of proving the point right yeah, now. Yeah, right. Exactly. All, all of the people involved in this are adults. <laughs> yeah. Let's take a little moment to remember that. <laughs> what, the ramble? Yeah. I actually yeah. agree with that. That's right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, but this is the funny thing. Bale's probably the youngest person involved in this whole thing. And Bale's on the pitch scoring goals. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. Winning yeah. European Cups and, Saying, and Del Rey. leave me out of it. Yeah. Just leave me yeah. out of it. That's all I want. But yeah. the thing is, I, I guess, because you know, we know how ridiculously demanding the, the crowd are at the Bernabeu. Um, and... You know, they're, they're looking at the transfer thing, aren't they? They're thinking, world record, he should be better than Ronaldo, in that it should be flair constantly. And Bale's never been that sort of player. Mm. Yeah, he's got tricks here and there, but he, he's. It's he power and pace. It's power, pace, and directness. Well, yes. athleticism as well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, he's and got a good technique. <laughs> he's a great player. He's an excellent yeah. player, but he's, he, you know, he's, he's not a sh- not really. He's a, not a Rodinho. Kind of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that seems to be the ridiculous criteria that they're judging him mm. on. Yeah. Booing him. He, yeah. won, he what, literally won you the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More on Ronaldinho later yeah. eh? oh good lovely old job I like this might be football related with it <laughs> <laughs> we've got to turn it into a music show yeah. soon enough um, uh, let's go to League uh, Bordeaux beat PSG 3-2 uh, Ibrahimovic oh dear he ranted on French TV after this one because he was angry with the referee saying France didn't deserve PSG and they were too good for the country and so on uh, the, the head of I the mean, that is fucking Defcon 5 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's he going to do <laughs> tow, the city, tow the club out of the city <laughs> well he uh, um, the, the head of the, the national front in France said you know, oh, Ibrahim can piss off or something like oh that and God. it's like oh dear I what a horrible situation mm. My goodness. Yeah, Ibrahimovic apologised after being prompted by the French sports minister. I mean... Get on the Zlat phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened again. Yeah. yeah, it's right. But they worked really hard to fight to get themselves back in that contention, didn't they? Because, um, of course, Leon on top of the top of the table, yeah, which is are. brilliant. Because you know Leon obviously dominated mm. for such a long time. Well, and then the, the financial power shifted, and that's right. Well, the thing was, it was ideal. It was ideal for PSG this weekend because Leon and Marseille are in third. Drew. Drew nil nil. Yeah. So had PSG won, they would have, I mean, it would have been fantastic. Yeah, Bordeaux did them, did them both a favour. European mm. hangover. Well, Le- Leon, <laughs> yeah. Leon uh, two points clear at the top. Bills' team are four points behind them. Uh, Marseille have had a little dip since the turn of the year after their blistering form earlier on in the season. We remember they were, they yeah. were top of the league and fly. But as we said, uh, Bills' teams, because they press so much uh, and there's a lot to take in, sometimes they're yeah. just so knackered. If they, they haven't put the league somewhat by 15 points by about March, they'd they fall off. Yeah. 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 I know. Um, it, it's about time we had a little quote from Montpellier and a Louis Nicolin. Oh, Lulu. Yeah. The big Lulu. I don't think we visit him enough. No. Um, he's, been, I mean, he's been quite quiet. Go- or, or maybe we haven't visited him. I the, don't gold, the golden period was when Montpellier were doing really well. <laughs> we just had an intruder in the studio. There, <laughs> that was nice, <laughs> wasn't it? Um, the I thought go- that was peak for a minute. Yeah, the, the golden um, era was when Montpellier, of course, were flying. They won the league. Yeah, Giroud was up front. He was, yes. and um, we got... Um, yeah, we got Lulu every week, but we haven't no. had him recently. No, but I know you're about to remedy that, Mark. Yeah, well, just means he's planning yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Well, he said this about the enigmatic uh, Chilean uh, Bielzer, of course. Oh, Argentinian, sorry. Mm. Um, Bielzer, simply a dickhead. <laughs> if he worked for me, I'd sack him. <laughs> Do you believe that was translated? I mean, what's the French word for dickhead? Yeah. How have they come to that? I'm not sure. I'm Simply, sure. Jim. Yeah. All I will say, Jim. All I will say, Jim. Is these are Marcus's notes. Yeah. <laughs> if he worked for me, I'd sack him. Why? Yeah. Why, why, why would you why, hire him? Why, yeah. What's the basis of that? Yeah. He's doing well. Yeah. They're up there. I don't like his but little glasses. Oh, is that? The, but that's the reason. Mm. It says that. Mm. 
That's a, there's a mirror held up to his face. People, there, people in glass houses, Lulu. That's, that's what yeah. I was saying. Just, I'm just imagining the interview process. So, um, you're a dickhead. How are we going to work around this? I'm a bigger dickhead. There's only room for one of us. <laughs> uh, before we uh, talk about Ronaldinho, what about this from Bhutan in, in Asia? The lowest ranked side in the FIFA World Rankings beat Sri Lanka 1-0 in Sri Lanka. This was in the first leg of Asia's uh, first qualifying round for the 2018 World Cup. Um, I love that. The, the, the qualifying process for these tiny little teams, obviously because they need to win that playoff and then they yeah. go into the next round and so on and, and hopefully will be competing against the Australias and, and the Irans and all that kind of stuff in the Asia qualifying. Whereas <laughs> we've still got the Euros to get out of the way. Yeah. What we think of the yeah. World Cup, but that's yeah. how long it, cool. it starts. Who's your favourite um, Bhutan midfielder? Uh, the captain. It's Barry Bhutan. Yeah. <laughs> Karma Shed Rupture to Sharing. He's one of them. Yeah, he's my favourite. I don't think he's a captain. It's a French translation. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, but it's an incredible story uh, with Bhutan. Uh, just to give you a little bit of background on the significance of this results, as if it's not enough that they were to rank two hundred seventh in the world. <laughs> uh, they were they were pretty cut off from the rest of the world until fairly recently. Television was banned until the late nineteen nineties. Didn't they lose twenty nil to Kuwait in two thousand? Yeah, yeah. Footballers would have to get matches on VHS to watch them. That's amazing. Yeah. No TV in the 90s. Until the late 90s. They, they won't would... know what gunge is. No, <laughs> they won't. No, they will have missed a lot of TFI Friday. Yeah. Like the word, they won't oh, know. They won't, they won't know who Terry word. Christian is. Yeah. Let's not date <laughs> ourselves exactly. <laughs> Let's not date ourselves precisely. Let's just be a bit broader than that yeah, okay. if we can. Yeah. <laughs> there are some people thinking, what? And other yeah. people going, oh, and yeah. I'm, one, I'm one of them. Or maybe people in Bhutan thinking, well, yeah, well, we've got all this on tape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It came late, but, you know, we're not missing out on that. Well, not that cut off. <laughs> um, uh, yes. So, uh, one of the, yeah, one of the former players said that the team, you know, when they got beat 20 nil off Kuwait uh, only 15 years ago, he said things like, you know, we weren't aware of tactics. Just is it, literally just turn up and see what happened. Well, listen, as a Portsmouth fan, I can be very, very... <laughs> I, I, can, I can relate to that completely. Yeah. Yeah. It was only until Prozanecki came along. Yeah. Was, oh, okay. Well, there were no tactics then. Yeah. Well, there was one. Yeah. <laughs> Give the ball to Prozanecki. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how it began. But the, the, the Bhutan coach was well pleased, as, as he should be. I'm not just pleased. I'm very pleased. <laughs> <laughs> is what he may have said. He may well have. Um, yeah, when he was being interviewed about this after the game, he was absolutely loving it. And he said, uh, well, second leg, it's going to be absolutely freezing in Bhutan. We can obviously see it's their way up there. Um, and Sri Lanka's a rather hot country. And he said there'll be 30,000. It's a great away win there. for them. It's a magnificent win. Any sort of two-legged yep, affair, you yep. go away in the first leg and win one nil, you're loving it. Yep. You are loving it. <laughs> I can't wait to see some more mind games yeah. uh, coming up for yeah, the Bhutan. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to watch that closely. This is this is lovely. The, the Bhutan team were taken to KFC after the match for a little treat. Good for them. Well, well I, what a horrible sign of globalisation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what they wanted, Jim. They've earned it. As far as I'm if they've been cut off for a while, yeah. then let them in. Yeah. Yeah. Let them into this this yeah. capitalist arena, damn you. Yeah. Don't be so exclusive. Now, uh, speaking of which, let's go to Mexico. Um, now you're thinking, well, surely you've, you've, you've talked about international football. Why are you going back to club football? Well, as Luke said, this is nothing to do with football. No. Uh, Ronaldinho has released a new song after the success of last year's track, Let's Drink, hmm. which we all enjoyed. Presumably he's, just, he's drank everything now. <laughs> So I'm full of money. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I've run out of money. So I drink it. So uh, his latest effort, Come to Me, presumably talking to the money, um, uh, goes a little something like this. We get into the funky groove. My body entwined with your body. The smell of your fragrant neck. I'm hooked on this tasty grind. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hope I'm delivered like that. Yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> Bloody hell. Wow. Ronaldinho, eh? the gift that keeps on giving. The great thing about this is... Unless he, unless you support whatever team he plays yeah, for, obviously. Technically, though, he never has to retire from singing. Yes, true. Yeah. So he can carry on doing this for... Well, you're going to retire from football anytime no, soon, despite everyone yeah. suggesting the opposite. Can you imagine he'll even be like... He'll be a Tupac-style artist as well, or even after he's dead. Yeah, posthumously released, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I certainly hope so. I absolutely love it. Um, no Pete's game this week because there's no Pete yeah exactly exactly so you're going to have to wait a bit for that so sorry if you've been been yeah. guessing and whatnot. not in China yeah so but what we can do pandas to mate we can go to the highlights of the week with Luke Moore in there. I, I, I wasn't going to put this in but I will anyway just because someone Ash Oguna has yeah. tweeted me directly while I've been doing this show with a picture of Manuel Pellegrini just saying tell me this man isn't absolutely caned <laughs> <laughs> I also can see that he does look caned. Yeah, uh, it looks we... like he's in. He's he's hooked on some tasty grind. I'd say. Yeah, I do. I would agree with that. <laughs> um, Fuzz Kaminsky on Twitter says, "What did you guys name those cheap blue and red footballs you'd get from Woolworths in Workshop? We called them wind takers." Oh, that's a good. I've never heard that. Mm. Yeah, I used to. We used to call them shoot fives. Oh, I've never heard that. I, th- I think they'd shoot a number five on them. Yeah, no, I could see. We yeah. would call them a flyaway, fly away, okay, which is right. in fitting. And I've heard them called a penny floater before. That's the, well, a flyaway is similar to a wind taker. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I yeah. See, so I get. Well, get you, we'll get your tweets in and get your get your suggestions. But that's in what in, in in the um, the lovely part of Edinburgh in which I grew up. That was what they were called. Uh, a flyaway. Hmm. Flyaway, by the way. Makes yes. sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Game of Thrones. I didn't know you were going to include so much Bhutan chap, so I will read this anyway because he deserves it. Game of Thrones says... Um, Everybody involved. It's a good name for that one. Yeah. Bottom of the FIFA rankings, Bhutan beating Sri Lanka away from home in their first ever World Cup qualified giant killers. Now, I, we, all agree, we all agree on that one. Um, Dr. Benji says, I know you're a podcast and this is a picture, but my heart of the week, I just trust you to describe it. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag lined paper. And it's a picture of... Um, oh, it's oh, yeah. all that. An unhappy older gentleman with a Sunderland scarf on who's written in biro yeah. not very big uh, poi out on yeah. A4 lined so paper on A4 lined paper which he's clearly got from the it, office it's yeah. up towards the uh, the left hand side of the paper he's not even used the whole sheet but also though he's got more, he's got a lot of sheets there he knew something was going to happen he took them from the office and he, well I'll bring the biro and he's just written that out there hasn't he yeah well it's he hasn't ruined a bed sheet no so well, we'll think that's, that's a positive. Yeah. <laughs> Unless but he messed it up. I've got a fa- I've You've got, got to wean them off it. I've got so a fairly lengthy Andy Townsend story here. Would you like it? Please. Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, it is fairly lengthy. You have to bear with me. It's from Marco Erzinger, who got in touch through Facebook, and he says... Arsenal securing another trip to Wembley was my highlight of the week as it gave me a chance to once again reflect on my favourite Andy Townsend anecdote. As one of the lucky gooners who got a ticket to last year's final, I was delighted to find my seat was in the row directly behind the commentary box. After 10 minutes, Big Andy called over a runner, whispered in her ear, and she disappeared. Moments later, she came back with a large bar of dairy milk and placed it in and around Andy's desk. <laughs> Townsend quickly tore into the confectionery treat and made light work of it. Despite me and my friend asking him for some, he never once turned to offer any. Following Following half-time, Townsend once again called over the young lady, and once again, after a whisper in her ear, she dashed off. This time, she returned with a box of Jaffa cakes. And this, we simply had to get in on the act, so we said to her, we said to him, uh, Andy, give us a share, let's have, a, let's have one, blah, blah. This time, he turned around and caught our eye. Picking up four Jaffa cakes, we thought we were about to fulfil every football fan's dream and share a snack with Andy T. <laughs> Instead, he placed all four Jaffa cakes in his mouth at no once, flashed us a grin, raised his hand in triumph, and... Uh, <laughs> For oh, me, Clive. For me, Clive. It was heartbreaking. <laughs> wow. Uh, the only thing I can say to that, Marco, is if anything, there, Andy's eating those Java cakes too well. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hey! Um, Mark Ridley says... The when he, sorry, when he, when he ate them, did Tilsey someone just go, Andy Townsend! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mark Ridley has also been in touch saying the Eastley goalkeeper came 20 yards out of his penalty area last weekend oh. to shout at the linesman, Oi, Lino! Fucking live and up! <laughs> That's crazy. That's so yeah. Good. Um, where else have we got? We've got one more. Um, I, love, I love all those kind of uh, lower league uh, shouts. I remember once playing in a game and someone went, Oi, Ref, what game are you watching? And he went, The one I'm in charge of. Oh, that's a nice comeback. Yeah, yeah. Very nice comeback. Um, I think that's just about it, actually, chaps. Um, loads, loads of people saying um, saying Tim Sherwood's win percentage, of course. Yeah, I'll, take on the, I'll, take, I'll take that on the chin. Yep. Um, and I'll finish with this one, Alex Richmond. Not strictly football, but it was very nice to see Wayne Rooney being punched in the face. <laughs> I don't necessarily agree with no, that. I don't. But it was a, a well, funny one to win. It was a good punch, wasn't it? Let's be honest. Probably my highlight of the week. Credit to the puncher. Indeed. Yes. My highlight of the week was when uh, Mike Riley... Well, it wasn't Mike Riley, was it? Um, was it Mike Dean? Was Referee. subbed off at the Emirates. Oh, yes. And cause he, I cause forget he was, which ref he was it was. Injured. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I have forgotten which, which mm. ref it was, so apologies to that <clears> injured ref. But as he was subbed off, the, the crowd were chanting, you're not fit to referee. Nice. Nice. Only at the Emirates do you get arch chant. <laughs> That's Li- great. Literally true. There was a, on a, um, and we all owned one, a Danny Baker video. I think it yeah. was Danny Baker's Fabulous World of Freak Football. Own goals and gaffes was mine. Probably two, I think. I had two. I don't know if you even did the first one, because everyone had the second yeah, they one. They just went straight to yeah. the sequel. <laughs> yeah. Um, they were that confident. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, it was a fabulous world of football, and it was a game way back in the day. And the referee got injured and taken off. And apparently, and this is this is according to the voiceover by Baker, so I don't have anything else to go on. They appealed to the crowd and went, "Is, is there a referee here?" And he said there was a referee, and a guy had a referee kit with him. Oh my god! <laughs> That's that was according to the clip. I promise you, I can believe it. But what what, what type what of I, person is that guy? But what I love got ID as well <laughs> to prove it. Yeah. Yeah, but that was the proof, surely, that you've got your kit with it. Because anyone would go, oh, y- yes, yeah. I'm a referee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who do I support? No one, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> day out. My name is that Kevin Stag, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go with a dildo on his head at Villa yeah. Park last week. Yeah. <laughs> He's craftily taken off his colours quickly yeah. the scarf. Yeah. No, don't worry about that. Yeah. Someone just threw that on me, Nick. Um, you've just given ten penalties. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'd do. Headers and volleys. That'd be great. If you could, you know, or penalties all round. Would you yeah. give the shout, the, the shout, talking yeah. of uh, stuff like that? I th- Adrian playing with a dislocated finger mm. in goal for West Ham Amazing against Arsenal. saves as well. Yeah, that's quite impressive. Apart from three times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice one, Jim. Yeah, uh, David, I'm gloating while I can. Another yeah. highlight, David Villa and New York uh, City FC getting a historical first win in uh, the Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Their first win because Someone, they're expansion. I forget what it was, so forgive me to the, to the, uh, to the listener school. that t- tweeted to me this. He said that... Um, I'll tell you it was I think it was Charles Lawley who's a fucking, I think he's a friend of the Ramble right. he said that um, one of the guys who scored for New York City kissed the badge in, in, <laughs> Patrick in, Mullins with that in, he's got with, the other one. It, for a team who, that is literally two competitive <laughs> games old uh, yeah. and he was in playing against yeah. he was playing against his old team was he yeah, yeah nice. maybe that was it nice god I mean it's quite hard to secure legend status that early, isn't it? So you've got, I think he you've has, got to Jim. start doing stuff like that. Yeah, but you, it, it, well, for some of you, it might be. It only sometimes it only takes a game. You yeah. ask any Hearts fans yeah. about Wayne Foster. Yeah, all right. Came on against Hibs in the cup. Sorry, but, but we're getting this in. <laughs> you thought you'd all got a show with that one, hadn't you? Uh, he came on. Uh, Wayne Foster scored the winning goal two one. I think it was like the fifth round or something like that. It wasn't like the semi final or anything. Yeah. Scored right right up to the fans. I barely did he play again, or notably maybe he scored one or two more goals. And he even got a short story by um, as Irvin Welsh did all those short right. stories. Yeah, he got he got a, a little right up there. So uh, it only takes a goal. 
Only takes a minute, girl. To fall in love. Mm. And that's what we're going to do now because we've got to end the show. Mm. Uh, if oh, you want to, we're going to fall in <laughs> all over again, Jim. Uh, if you want to get in touch, the email address is shoutthefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at Football Ramble. And the website is thefootballramble.com. Sure is. So there we are. Um, uh, yeah, we uh, will be back next week, of course. I don't know why I'm being all radio like. And uh, <laughs> so oh, you- oh, Rock and Roll Football this weekend on Absolute Radio has got um, it's Brazil 1970 <laughs> against um, Ajax 74. Ajax. 74, yeah. <laughs> FIFA All-Stars. Yeah. Yeah, also 11. Yeah. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.